welcome to Let's Get Teddy to Rumble, a podcast and YouTube show hosted by seven-year-old superfan, me, Teddy. Subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app or visit our website, letsgetteddytorumble.com. Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Teddy to Rumble, and we're interviewing Jared Sum and introduce yourself. I am a... Jared Thumb, I graduated from the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. Uh, wrestle, I'm basically wrestling around the entire Midwest now. Been down to Kansas and Wisconsin, mainly Iowa. So I guess that's a little bit of a background, but we can go into a little bit more. <laughs> what made you want to be a pro wrestler? Okay, so... I have a lot of like backstory to it. So I've liked wrestling since I was in diapers, I would say, because I was born right around the Monday Night Wars, which is uh, when WCW Monday Night Nitro was going and Monday Night Raw was going back to back. And I grew up with stars like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, and, probably. Yep. So, yeah. So, like, growing up with them, Stone Cold Steve Austin's my favorite wrestler. And there was just something that resonated with from him to me that made me just say, I want to be just like that guy one day. Because, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin's awesome. <laughs> and, as a kid growing up and he, you know, drops out, then John Cena comes in. John Cena's one of my other top guys for sure. And I always thought he was a very well respected individual. And I would say like the boil it down, what made me want to be a pro wrestler. I've just always loved it. Like I've always just loved the passion and everything that goes into it interacting with fans and you know just being the best all out that you can be how old were you when you like knew what like the time to do it so throughout the years about when i was like going back and forth whether i actually wanted to be a wrestler or not 2015 happened WrestleMania 31, the main event was supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. It's the first one they wrestled, and uh, that's when the guy that trained me, Seth Rollins, cashed in his money in the bank and won the WWE world title. And that I would say that exact moment... I thought in my head, if a guy from Davenport, Iowa, that's literally 30 minutes from my hometown, can do that, I can do this. Like, that was the moment that clicked. It was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to become a wrestler. So, Me and Dad probably saw that match, so. Yeah, that, that WrestleMania was a good one, though, for sure. What? Was your favorite match have you ever been in? Yeah, the so 
I would have to probably specify with different promotions. One of my favorites was probably me and JP. What? Like Jason Paul. He used to be JP Finger. We were a tag team, but my favorite match that I've been in was Muscatine Street Fight when I was at in my hometown at a local bar that we brought, I think, like 400 people there, and we had a street fight and just ripped each other apart. Um, That's my favorite. I've done an SCW Pro. I've done a lot of different matches, too, but that for memory standpoint, definitely my favorite there. Central Empire Wrestling, that's another promotion I work in Iowa here. Um, I would say about every match I've done there is probably my favorites I have done because I don't know. There's just something about I can turn it up to the next level and I can just feel really good when I get in that ring there and just, you know, just overall, like those two promotions, definitely I've had some of my favorite matches there. Um, JT Energy and I, though, I would say back in 2021 at CEW, uh, we wrestled for his heavyweight championship. We went like 30 minutes in that match. That's probably... Well, half an hour. Yeah, it's probably... I would say that's one of my tops because I solidified myself as a star that night against him and I hung with him. I didn't win, but he took me to the limit. I took him to the limit. And also my dad got involved in the match. So (laughs) I remember that. So that would have to probably be my favorite there. What's the most violent thing that's that you've ever been in, in a match? Oh, um, you would think I would say the street fight when I faced Jason Paul, but I mean, the kendo sticks were pretty brutal, but the most violent thing that's happened to me in a match, I was in a scramble my first year of wrestling, rookie year, out in a place in Indianapolis, Indiana, and, uh, I'm on the outside with a whole bunch of guys. We're beating up on each other. Uh, Jason Paul's in the match. He had longer hair. I'm over top of him. Like, I'm standing over top of him. He's, like, bent down a little bit, so his hair's all over his face. He goes to flip his hair out of his face, and he hits me right under the jaw. And I saw stars. I was pretty sure he almost knocked me out. But then here comes another guy jumping on us. And it wasn't so much that that was the most violent thing that happened. Everything that happened after that, if I didn't get hit that hard, I wouldn't have found out I actually had cancer then. So that's why I would say that would be the most violent thing that has happened. But it ultimately kind of saved my life in a way. But, you know, like, I still just remember that pain because that actually, oh, I pretty sure it hit me on the button. 
You want to talk about your battle with Kenter? Yeah, I can. Uh, it's not too much like in the detail of it. So like when I got diagnosed, there was a lot going on. Like it took about two and a half months to figure out what it was. So it was, uh, it was really, it felt like we were trying to pull teeth at this point. And it just, it felt very off that we couldn't figure it out. And it took so long to like figure out it was cancer, but then they were trying to get me in with uh, different doctors and nobody was able to take me or whatnot. Um, but yeah, so I finally get into the doctors and everything. And like that day when I got admitted into a hospital, it was like a hundred miles an hour, just like, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. It like just a whole process, just laying everything out. So it was a bit overwhelming at first, but then I had a really, I'd say come to Jesus moment. And I looked myself in the mirror one day and I said, look, I don't care what I have to do. I am going to beat this and I'm going to get back in a wrestling ring one day. And after that day, I was very confident in my ability. And I didn't have very many bad days, but there were a couple of times where I was, you know, I was beaten down from the treatments and everything. But ultimately, it only took about two and a half months to actually beat it. It was, luckily, it was just lymphoma and we caught it early in stage two and if we didn't catch it later, it could have been way worse, but I would say God was really in my corner at that point. So I'm really blessed to be able to tell my story and inspire people by it too. And I got back in the ring pretty quickly after that. And here I am today. How did you come up with your name? <laughs> okay. So... I get asked that a lot. So, and people find it very funny who actually put the name on me. So when I was going through training in class, I, people, for some reason, we were given nicknames. I was not given the nickname thumb. I used to live by a, a Heinz company, like, you know, the ketchup. I lived by one of those plants, and people were like, you're not ketchup. They called me mustard. They kept calling me mustard, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and figure out how I can work this in. I was going to call myself originally Johnny A. Mustard, and the initials were jam. And I wanted to be like this big flashy, like, oh, yada, yada, yada. Kind of like, uh, I, I don't even no like the macho man in a sense with colors and everything but i was doing a training match and uh you know seth rollins is there merrick brave is there and uh crotch crotch says this and he's like jared i feel like you need something more simple like jared thumb and originally I'll be honest, I, I didn't think it was a very good name. I was like, that doesn't sound good at all. 
but then I started doing the stuff in training and I was like, no, maybe, maybe he has, maybe this is going to work. And I mean, I'm almost to my six year anniversary of being in wrestling and Jared Thumb's still here, <laughs> but yeah, crotch crotch was the one that gave me the name. But you would think Crotch and Thumb would be a tag team at this point. Maybe in the future. What's your favorite part about being a wrestler? Man, there's just so much that I like about being in wrestling. So, like, at first, when I was... My favorite part at first I thought would be, oh, I get to win these championships or do this and do that. You know, like the whole traveling schedule. But as I keep going, my new favorite part is being able to make memories for people. Like, you know, uh, last night I wrestled up in Wisconsin and on my entrance – I was, you know, there's a bunch of kids and, you know, everything. And I stopped for a moment. Fist, I'd fist bump, you know, and just like volunteer to take pictures. And, you know, just like be able to like give a memory back. So like in the future, they can, someone can be like, oh, hey, I remember this guy. He did this when... I was this age, like, doing the podcast right now. Like, this is one thing I take more of a passion for is, like, giving people something to talk about that they can remember for a lifetime. And that's what I like more about being a wrestler now over the actual wrestling part. I still – I very much do enjoy putting together a good match and having a great match. I just like being able to – have such a good fan following and be able to provide to that following and be somebody that they can support. Who do you most want to wrestle in the world? Um, I got to think about that. So actually one guy, since he just returned to wrestling at Central Empire Wrestling, um, one guy I would like to test myself against there is Storm Thomas. He, because he's a really good wrestler and I feel like in a sense I could learn something from him and I think we would just steal the show if we wrestled each other. But like, if we're going overall, like if I could pick anybody out of the world, if we would go with like WWE fantasy matches, I almost feel like you have to throw Roman Reigns at me. He had like the way I see it is we had blood cancers and like it could be an inspirational like match. Like they survived this and now they're gonna rip each other apart. I would like Roman. I would like to wrestle Roman, but also I would like to wrestle Seth Rollins if I could. If if it was a WWE call, um, 
or Brock Lesnar or Omos. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember I've been around some of those guys and they're just whew. now I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a pretty decent sized guy. But they make me look small. I'm like, good God, I'm gonna have to put on some more size before I get in the ring with the Roman Reigns, though, that's for sure. I would do a death a Texas death match with John Moxley at with John Moxley at AW. Now that that is actually the one guy I would like to wrestle from AEW outside of all the others. Like, I if that was the match I was given to wrestle John Moxley, I'd do it just because like I've always liked John Moxley's John Moxley as a wrestler and him being able to. You know, just bring a new level of brutality to wrestling. And if it's a Texas death match, I'd totally do it. Because I don't think they do, like, any, like, glass stuff in it. I'm not too big with, like, glass being in matches. But if it's, like, barbed wire or, like, tacks or, you know, any of that extreme stuff, I'll take it. Because, I mean... I'm a country boy, and I've been poked by barbed wire before. Don't feel good, but it, it it sure as heck is a lot safer than getting hit with a light tube to the head. <laughs> but yeah, John Moxley would be fun to work in a wrestling match, and if it was a Texas Death Match, I it would be nuts. <laughs> Does being a country boy help you be brave more with stuff? I would say... I wouldn't say it helps me be more brave. I think it just... In a level, it helps me have a certain level of toughness to take. Like, get hit with a chair, like, getting beat up pretty good or anything to that level. But at a at another point, I feel like it also makes me have a certain passion about it that if something was actually wrong, I would probably be probably be stupid and not, you know, acknowledge that something is wrong and just try and keep going because that's just kind of a family thing that we've always had. We have more pride than sense sometimes, but, you know, that's just how my dad raised me. He's a tough, he's a tough guy. And I've just been raised to be a tough guy too, but I would say in a sense, yeah, it helps me, but it could some point probably not help me. What like huge wrestler would you want to wrestle? Seven foot three Nigerian giant Omos or Bronson Reed or or Andre the Giant or Otis. If I had to pick like out of those guys, um I almost would say I'd want to wrestle Andre the Giant just because of, like, 
the law, you hear so many stories about Andre and I'm like, I, I, it might've been really cool to meet this guy. And just, if I got to wrestle him, like that would be a sure test to figure out how am I going to take this giant down? But um, uh, Otis, Otis would be actually be fun because he's a character too. And he, he's something. And I, I don't even know what he is, but like whenever he's on the television, he's just being Otis. I just laugh. I just laugh because this is that guy. And if you have Jared Thumb and Otis in a ring, oh, God only knows what can happen there. Did you ever see when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant? I've seen it on VHS tapes, and I have gone back and watched on the network or I guess on Peacock now just because like I've seen it but I didn't see it live I was born in 1997 (laughs) and when I watch it back and after hearing the A&E documentary about that scenario and hearing from Hulk Hogan's standpoint I'm like this man had to pick up Andre and slam him like that. And I watch it back and I just try to think about and what's going on in Hogan's mind of like, I got to pick up this giant and slam him. That I've seen it. It's a good moment to watch back, just like with anything else in WrestleMania history. Hulk Hogan had a cage match with him one time. Yeah, at WrestleMania 2 against King Kong Bundy, I believe, is the match. What's your favorite match of all time? So, it's definitely my favorite wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin, but my favorite match with him in it was... uh, I'd say WrestleMania 17 against The Rock. Even though he turned into a bad guy by the end, but the animosity and the buildup for that made it my favorite match to watch for sure. But I have so many lists of favorite matches too. That's like the top one I say because I could just watch that match all day just because of like the entire crowd was just into it the entire time. Um, But my other favorite, if we're not going with that standpoint, uh, Bret Hart and Austin at WrestleMania 13. Yeah, so when they locked horns, and I watched that match back, that match is so historic just from watching. Bret Hart's just a great wrestler. And Stone Cold Steve Austin being that guy, you know, just to beat the tar out of Bret Hart around Chicago. Just that match, yeah. I would have to say that's probably my next favorite under Rock and Stone Cold WrestleMania 17. 
What was your favorite dinosaur? Um, I feel like I'm one of those generic guys that, if you ask me that, I feel like I've always said the T-Rex. Me too. <laughs> they're just, they're just big and they, you know, carnivores. And I always thought they were cool anyways, but. They're not the biggest. Spinosaurus. Like, a T-Rex was the third biggest. Spinosaurus was the second, and probably the biggest would be the Giganotosaurus. Do you have any final things that you want to say? Yeah, I'll share the story real quick. So, I'll tell you something that I did not expect last night when I wrestled in Wisconsin. So, I was in a tag match against Perfection and Bish. And my tag partner is was Johnny CK. He came out with a big EV plush from Pokemon, right? Yeah. And uh, I wasn't expecting the audience to uh, get so into this EV being in the ring. There was an EV chant going on the entire time, and. We started toying with these two guys, and I said, I bet this Eevee could beat both of y'all up, and we don't need to do a thing. They're like, it's a stuffed toy. So Johnny throws it at Perfection, and Perfection just, he takes a bump, and this, the fans are going nuts at this point. <laughs> but So the referee's like, we need one of your partners to step in and start wrestling now. It's like, okay, okay. So Bish is in the ring. He's doing his stuff. We put the Eevee down in the middle of the ring, and me and Johnny get on the apron. We're like, we're ready. And Bish gets mad. He punts this Eevee, then picks it up and chucks it across this gymnasium at the concessions and knocked a whole thing of hot dogs. Like, this whole thing is boiler of hot dogs on the ground. And I, so, you, you're supposed to be mad in that moment, but I'm, I'm sitting right here trying to cover my mouth, and I'm like, you know, I'm not supposed to laugh at that, but that was so funny. That, oh, just and there's pictures on Facebook. Somebody took a picture of like the frame, and oh, I'm like, oh god, and that that was probably the highlight of last night that I didn't think would work, but it did. But that match would be posted soon. Were they the distracted on the hot dogs? <laughs> so okay, so they thought. That, you know, like they were thinking with the hot dogs, they're like, why did that just happen? Why weren't we informed something could hit us? And it's like, I didn't know, A, your, that Evie was going to hit hot dogs, and B, <laughs> the, they were so mad at us. Uh, the, like the woman that was running the hot dogs is like, 
what is wrong with you? I'm like, I didn't throw the, I'm like, you should be yelling at the Eevee, first of all. Or second of all, you should be yelling at Fish. He threw it at you. Jared Thumbs, the one that beat him up for you. But, I mean, I don't think anybody else really cared. They're just kind of like, oh, the people at concession stand that was running it. I don't know how they got so mad. That would be really funny if they, they, like, went out of the ring and started eating hot dogs from the ground. Oh, the hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Should have. Maybe I should have beat him up to a point to where I could take him out of the ring and feed him a hot dog off the ground. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I should have. <laughs> Thank you for being on my show today. No, no problem. It's a, It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening. So let's get Teddy to rumble. Have a great day.